Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Time to open up the mind and talk about this as a topic. NASA has held its first ever hearing on unidentified anomalous phenomena, UAPs, or as many of us like to know them, UFOs. Well, the head of the Department of Defense's UFO branch has spoken about metallic orbs being seen around the world, about 800 or so cases. Now, only about 2 to 5% of these UFO sightings are really considered unexplained. But still, if it's 2 to 5% of 800, there's a lot of talk that needs to be happening. Let's bring, bring in Chris Rakowski, UFO researcher and author of Canada's UFO Declassified. Chris, thanks so much for joining us. Glad to be here. So what do we make of this? First of all, NASA taking it seriously enough to take a look at this. Well, you know, it's uh, something that uh, NASA hasn't really done before, uh, with the Pentagon taking an interest in the United States, uh, looking at uh, classified data. NASA, of course, has access to a lot of unclassified data. And scientists are gradually coming to the conclusion that this is worth looking at. The, the, The phenomenon of unidentified anomalous phenomena or UFOs or things that go bump in the night, I suppose, is something that uh, scientists have been a little wary and uh, hesitant to study before. But, you know, with the number of sightings that are being made by pilots all around the world, including here in Canada, and even the average person on the street, uh, it's time for science to take a closer look. And that's what this NASA panel uh, was talking about this week. Chris, do you think it's time to destigmify some of the talk about it? I mean, if you are a UFO researcher, you might be considered by some to be a bit of a kook. (laughs) Well, that remains to be seen whether I am or not. But I've always taken the the subject seriously and uh, from a scientific perspective. I'm relatively objective in in what I'm uh, studying. I receive reports uh, right across Canada uh, from not only the average person on the street, but from pilots, air traffic controllers, and people in the military. So, uh, you know, there are reports somewhere around the 700 to 1,000 cases in Canada every year that are officially recorded. And sort of like what's happening in, in uh, the United States, only about 2 or 3 or 4% every year are higher quality unknowns that we can't figure out. The rest turn out to be something relatively prosaic, but it's sifting through them that makes it interesting. It is sifting through them, and the ones that aren't explained as being maybe uh, ham radio uh, uh, balloons that are up that uh, emit uh, low-power signals and are tracked, or else uh, some sort of drone, some sort of hobby, the ones that can't be explained by that, there still is this question. And isn't there some desire to figure out if that is a concern, even if it's a military-type surveillance? Absolutely. You know, in in Canada, Transport Canada actually has a a regulation that requires pilots to report UFOs. In Canada, we still call them UFOs, not UAPs, interestingly enough. Um, And uh, and we do get reports from pilots who report not just, you know, objects that seem to be balloons and drones and that type of thing, but uh, lights uh, in the sky from uh, objects that, you know, don't show up on radar, 
uh, things that pass by the, the aircraft at close range that, again, don't show up on radar and that type of thing. So if they're, you know, pilots are seeing them, it might pose a hazard to uh, airline safety and passenger safety. And that's just one reason why we should be taking a closer look at this. And, of course, with the incursion of uh, balloons and things from other countries and uh, some that were shot down over Canada even, you know, it, it's the it's a subject that shouldn't be scoffed at uh, anymore, and people who report UFOs should be taken a little more seriously. Chris Rakowski is a UFO researcher and author of Canada's UFOs Declassified. When we talk about declassified, Chris, why were they classified to begin with? Well, in fact, uh, at the NASA briefing, the Pentagon official made this very clear that if, let's say, a pilot flying an F-16 on a military mission uh, you know, takes a photograph of even something prosaic like a balloon or a, or a, uh, somebody's hobby drone, uh, that's actually a classified photograph because it was taken by military observers. So uh, a lot of material is, in fact, classified, and uh, it takes some time to release it. In Canada, we have, uh, you know, a, a classification act through access uh, to information where you can request things be declassified. And uh, I managed to get uh, quite a lot of information that way. In fact, uh, just over the past 20 years or so, uh, something like five or 600 separate reports through Transport Canada alone uh, from mostly pilots have been released. So, you know, there's a, a lot of cases that uh, that are being reported and cases that in many cases we just simply don't know. We don't necessarily think those are, you know, flying saucers from other worlds and that the aliens are here. It's simply cases that we can't explain and maybe we need to have more data and more information in order to understand them better. And that was the purpose of this NASA meeting uh, this week. So taking out the little green men, the LGMs, I guess they talk about uh, as... You know, the big uh, headline that comes out of this, especially a tabloid headline, and taking a look at what this really is, becomes important, I guess, for people at NASA, doesn't it? Well, you know, and they made it very clear, uh, the NASA spokespeople, that, you know, they're in the business to understand the universe and what's out there and our place in the universe. And they are looking for for extraterrestrial life, intelligent life out there. Lord knows, sometimes we think there isn't any intelligent life down here, so maybe we'll find some out there. Well, exactly. Where do we go from here in our country, in Canada? Who's taking it seriously, and is there an effort to maybe even fund some research? As a matter of fact, just uh, just last year, Canada's top science advisor announced the creation of something called uh, uh, Sky Canada, which is a very similar effort to what NASA is doing in the United States, trying to understand uh, where the UFO reports in Canada are being filed, who's doing them, how many cases there are, uh, and trying to get a better handle. In fact, the, the first preliminary report from this project is due out a little bit later this year. The NASA preliminary report is due uh, just at the end of July. So I think over the next uh, year or so, we're going to be finding some very interesting information about what actually is going on in the skies over North America, and especially in Canada. Do you find more people interested in this as a topic now? Well, I think people are more fascinated with the topic because it's getting a little more coverage by media. I mean, media have always had some interest in this uh, 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 from one angle or another. But more recently, because the Pentagon in the United States is taking an interest, and in in Canada, some uh, politicians have lobbied to try and get more uh, information about it through the RCMP, through uh, uh, National Defense, and so forth. And we do know that National Defense uh, does file uh, UFO reports as well. So, you know, because there's this interest, I think 
uh, there's more willingness to talk about it and um, certainly more interest to try and demand to know exactly what's going on. And talk indeed. Thanks so much for spending time with us to uh, explore this, Chris. Anytime.